The System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 33, where we're going to be talking about renewing client contracts. I'm super stoked to be sharing this boss with you because she is super savvy with sales. Say that three times fast. If this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, fantastic. Either way, we would love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to systemsaveme.com for show notes and freebies. Now let's get ready to deep dive into how to extend the lifetime of a client. Hey y'all, I'm super stoked to share this guest with you today. Kristen is amazing with sales and retaining your clients and just really serving the people that you want to serve. So Kristen, how are you doing today? I'm great, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go ahead and start with you just kind of shooting off a couple details about you and your business. Sure. Yeah, I'm Kristen, Kristen Baker. I've been in sales for nearly a decade, Um, started my career in commercial real estate, closed over $100 million um, in sales. Um, during that time and um, realized that I really was passionate about um, helping people in a little bit different way. I went and got my Jungian um, spiritual psychology master life certification, realized there was this really amazing overlap between um, sales and mindset um, and really the power of that because, you know, what I found, Jordan, was like, I mean, sales wasn't easy for me. Let, let's be yes. honest about that. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> sales was never like easy for me, but it was yeah. something that once I got the hang of it in commercial real estate became easy for me. Mm. Um, but then when I transitioned to start selling myself in my own business and my passion, it was a whole different ball game. And all the tactics that I knew, I was like, why am I confused about this? Why aren't these working anymore? Um, yep. And I found that. And I found that for my clients, too. They were like, you know, I used to be successful in sales in fill in the blank. Like, you know, I've had clients who were realtors before or whatever. Right. And they right. were like, or whatever job. And they had lots of different um, professions before. And they're like, I was successful, but why is it so much harder to sell myself? And my passion and like what I'm really lit up doing. And so um, I created um, basically a system to help people, you know, work with that sales mindset piece. And obviously, like tactics and strategies and all that stuff's like that's the easy part. Right. Um, but the, <laughs> the sales mindset piece to um, to really be able to powerfully sell themselves. Um, in this passion-based business that they created. And so that's really what I do for people now is I help them um, create consistent clients, create consistent cl- cash flow through sales and really through specifically sales, um, sales really getting wrapping their head around their sales mindset. I love that. It's, it's so crucial. And it is funny how people get wrapped up in, in the strategy and, and the tactics and all that stuff. I'm definitely one of those people. And really, a lot of the times there's, you know, mindset blocks that you yeah. are so not aware of. And <laughs> then all of a sudden you get into it and you're like, Oh, okay. Like <laughs> that's what's been happening. Um, yeah. You can really yeah. diagnose and then really progress forward pretty quickly. 
Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. So fast. So, yeah. It's, it's really great. So love the work you do. Um, oh. And so uh, let's dive into the juicy stuff. So with you, uh, we are going to be talking about your eight step renewal system. So yeah. how you can turn, you know, a one-time client into, you know, multiple times over, um, continue coaching them or, or servicing them in the, in the way that you do. So go ahead and describe, um, maybe, you know, bit your business or maybe some of your clients' businesses before they've implemented this retention and renewal plan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's a great question. So, um, so for me, this actually came pretty intuitively. I mean, it mm-hmm. took me a little while to sort of like get, um, like get my mind wrapped around that. Um, cause I'll tell you what, I started my business, like mm, struggling to sell a $35 product. I mean, yeah. struggling. Yeah. Uh, and now I, you know, can confidently convert $15,000 programs and products and convert people into longer term contracts. So, yeah. um, in the beginning I didn't have it mostly because I wasn't confident enough to, to do it. Um, and then with my clients, like one of the biggest things about sales for me is, um, and why I'm really passionate about sales is because what I see happen with a lot of entrepreneurs is that they're sitting on this gold mine of clients and leads and they're so focused on like list building and marketing that they miss out on this gold mine that they're already sitting on. Right. So the first thing that I do with people is I say like, if you have even one client, like even one, now if you don't have any clients, like that's a different story, but, but you, I still recommend, even if you have no clients, like I still recommend that you are thinking about this from, you know, even, even when you first begin, because it'll help you feel more motivated to go out there and get more clients. Cause you know, here's the truth is that it's a lot more motivating to go out there and think that you can get one client and they're going to be worth $10,000 to you than go out there and get a client that's worth a hundred dollars to you. Right. So, um, so you want to already be thinking in that mindset, no matter what stage of business that you're in. But, um, you know, I mean, I have clients that they, they, so this is one of the first things I work on with people is, you know, I have to work backwards with them. It's like, I'm not going to help you sell in a new client. If you can't sell your current clients, if you can't sell your current clients, you're not going to be able to sell new clients. So that's, that's the first piece. Um, and so, um, I'm trying to think of like what their businesses were like before. Um, I mean, you know, I've had clients like 10 times their revenue in six months because of doing this. Um, I was just talking to a lady the other day. She's like, Oh my God, if I start doing this, Kristen, I can triple my income. Like so easy. I mean, there's just, it's like, um, you know, it's a difference between, again, even if you start raising your rates, like one of my clients went from $150 average contract to $30,000 average contracts. Um, and, and so for her, it's like, if she can do, you know, if she can put this in place now, she's not only got a $30,000 contract, but she could have a $60,000, you know, a $60,000 client of, you know, a a $90,000 client. Um, so that, I mean, that's really the power and that's, and that's what I've helped her put in place too. Does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Um, and so really, you know, what kind of finally, like when, you know, your clients come to you and then you're like, yeah, actually, you know, you think you're coming in here maybe to, to get a bunch of new clients and they'll get there, but first we're going to, you know, try and, and retain some of those older clients or, or bring them back. Um, yeah. it, is that, um, like, a, do they have fear around that? Do they, yeah. um, kind of, uh, is there, I guess, resistance there? Like what yeah. is there? Yeah. 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 No, great, great question. 
Um, so it just, it depends on people. Um, and there's a few different kind of reactions that I get. Some people are like, oh my God, awesome. Yay. But I don't want to come across as pushy or like, I'm just asking for the money all the time. Um, and then some people are like, but I didn't like my past clients. (laughs) And I'm like, then great. We do need to get you some new clients. Like if you literally don't like any of your past clients, then yes, let's start by getting you some, some new clients because I only want you to work with ideal clients. Like if these people truly are not ideal for you, then let's not, we're not going to bother. Now, side note, there is a differentiation between like, are you not setting boundaries with people and you get to do the work you love or do you not actually like the work that you get to do with these people? So if if you're having a problem with, they're not, the people aren't the problem um, and you just need to set some better boundaries, then I'm going to challenge you on that. And people do have resistance to that. I mean, there's a reason why they haven't done it up to that point. Oh yeah. I am a boundaries (laughs) fanatic. I have an entire (laughs) podcast episode where I talk about boundaries. So um, yeah, I, I preach that as well, for sure. So then, yeah. oh, go ahead. I mean, because if you have past clients that were taking advantage of you, but oh. you were doing work that you loved, well, then it's like, okay, you still need to talk to them, but you still have to be clear about, like, if you want to increase your price, yeah. or if you want to say, this is in scope and this is out of scope, yeah. like, that's you, then yes, we have to work with that. And that's a golden opportunity. Because again, if you can't do that with old clients, you can't do that with new clients. So yep. that's why it's so important to start there. Um, yeah, so those are kind of the two the two general reactions I, I get are, yeah, I don't want to seem like I'm asking them for money all the time or like I'm, you know, just being greedy. Um, and then the other one is is they're not ideal. And those are kind of the two different ways that I, you know, recommend people deal with that. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Um, and so kind of go ahead and walk us through um, these eight steps and um, – how we can really start to have those conversations to then renew those clients. Cool. Yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll try to keep it brief. Uh, you're good. (laughs) Um, okay. Okay. Um, so step number one, I recommend, um, about 80% of the way through your contract with people. Again, you can also do this with past clients, only past ideal clients, um, past clients Mm -hmm. that you loved the work that you did for them. If you didn't like the work you did for them, uh, the kind of work that they wanted, then, you know, we got to move on. But, um, so either set a timer, you know, put it on your, put it on your calendar, 80% of the way through the contract, you put it on your to-do list with a date. I like to use boomerang. If anybody knows what that is, boomerang. Um, or you have, you know, I have my VA, uh, my assistant remind me like, Hey, so-and-so this is like their second to last session, whatever. So you need to have a conversation with them. Yeah. Second step is I look back at my notes and check in with like the goal that they came to me for. Now this is part of my intake system. Um, I get really, really clear on their end game. Like what is their ultimate result? Um, and you know, a lot of people kind of water this down a little bit. So you want to make sure you're like really, really digging with people. So if you're doing, let's say like branding photography, right? Like what's the end game? Like having branding photographs is great, but like probably they want that to grow their business and how much they want it to grow their business. And you know, so just make sure you get really clear on why they came to you. Um, what their, you know, end goal is. Um, and you know, I actually, you know, I do this regularly to make sure my clients are on track, but you want to also make sure that you do it again around that renewal time. Mm-hmm. Number three, um, you want to kind of look at what do I know of the gap that still exists? Um, or mm. if they've already met their goal, like, do I, do I hypothesize about what I think their next goal might be based on past experience with other clients? Um, and then number four is I kind of rough out what I think their next steps would be working together. Now, 
When I say rough out, I mean like don't spend a ton of time on this because you still need to talk to them, right? So you're just kind of right. like getting your bearings a little bit. Um, and yeah. the newer you are, the 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 more you're gonna have to think some of this through. The more you do this a lot, it's gonna be faster for you. Yeah. Um, and again, I this is a four or five figure package. This is not a two hundred dollar session. Okay, so like yeah. it has to be worth your time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so then you rough out kind of like what those next steps would be. And if you need a package, like I have a system for creating packages. Uh, <laughs> so that's a whole other system. Yep. Um, and then step number five is I ask them before our next session, if, if you do sessions, if you don't, if you like are completing their website or something, then you can just say, hey, I'm about to be done with this. I'd love to schedule 15 minutes, you know, to talk about the next steps. Um, but I ask them like, you know, to leave an extra 15 minutes. Um, and then I, number six, I check in with them. What are your goals now? You know, um, what do you think your goals are now? Like these are, you know, maybe what I thought your goals were, but what are your goals beyond this, this point? Um, and then I'm also going to ask them like, what, what have we accomplished together up to this point? So that they're super clear on, um, on, you know, how your support has, has helped them. Um, and again, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like if you're a graphic designer and they asked you to do, you know, 10 social media images for them. Well, it's like, what was their intention with that? Did they want to grow their business 10% and did they grow their business 10% or did they grow it 3% and you know, what, you know, what happened with that? Now some of that's in your scope and some of it's out of your scope, but you still want right. to check in to see if like what you did, you know, how it helped them reach their goal. Obviously if they do social media and they can't sell, then you know, that, that's not your you know, problem, but yeah. <laughs> it, does, it does tell you that you want to target people who are able to sell. And it does tell yes. you that you want to target yes. people who are able to use the tool that you have to reach the goals that they want. Um, and that that might not be an ideal client for you if they're really struggling to reach that goal with your tool. Um, and so, so you get them to articulate what their goals are. You keep really digging again. That's, that's something that you really want to go, um, you know, go deep with. So if you're a, you know, if you're a love coach, do they, you know, you know, dating might be a goal, but like, why do they want to date? Do they want to get right. married? Do they just want to date around? Do they just want, you know, you know, what do they want with their life? Do they want kids? Like, what is their end goal? And, um, and how far have you moved them towards that ultimate end goal? Yep. Um, or they've stretched beyond, maybe you helped them get love and now they, you know, they want to deepen that relationship with their partner and they want to like experience a yeah. level of intimacy that they never thought possible. Right. If that's within yep. your scope of expertise or you want it to be, um, then that's kind of the opportunity that you're looking for when you're having this conversation with them. Yeah. Love that. Um, and then again, if you're more experienced, you can just, you can tell them the next steps on that call. Or if you're a little newer and you really want that space to kind of think about it for yourself, um, you can just let them know you're going to send them a proposal with next steps and make sure you schedule a short follow-up call on the spot to talk about it. So Step number seven is you can create a, um, a custom proposal for them um, for that renewal option based on what they said they wanted and what you offer. Um, again, if you're new, I do recommend this. It's going to help you to get to know your work and then eventually like templatize your offerings because you do eventually want to templatize them and you want to yes. eventually be able to do that on the spot. But if you're beginning, um, then you can kind of have that space to think about it. Or you know, the other thing is, is if you're really creative and you like to do new and different offerings, this is also another way for you to kind of have that outlet to do that versus like creating an offering and like hoping people respond to it. Um, and you know, and it really, when I say customized, I don't mean like, um, I don't necessarily mean like reinventing the wheel for every client, but it's like, for me, I only have a couple of renewal options, but how I, you know, 
presented to them is tailored to their needs. So like for me, you know, one client might need to master sales and another client still needs clarity on their ideal client, right? Well, it's still going to be, you know, a six month coaching package, but I'm tailoring it to what their goals are and how mm. what I'm offering um, is married up to their specific needs and their specific goals. So really important, this renewal, it still needs to be in your zone of genius. It still needs to yes. be in your area of expertise. I'm not saying go outside of that. Um, but I also find people kind of make their definition of their expertise a little too narrow. So it's like, you don't have to be like, you know, the end all be all expert. It's like, if it's something you're passionate about learning in and growing, um, you should always have more to offer your clients. And if it's, you know, more in that next step or more at a deeper level, you should always have more to offer them. Um, and then finally, step number eight is that we have a follow-up call and I answer any remaining questions that they have about continuing and you, you know, overcome any objections that they might have and, you know, you have to kind of have a little system for that too. So, mm. so that's the eight steps. Um, it also works for upselling and cross-selling during your contract. Um, you know, so yeah. if they express need this is another like boundaries right it's like if they express a need beyond your current contract you can say you know what that's not in my current contract but i can create a proposal for you to do this and here's how much it's going to cost and again assuming it's in your um in your area of expertise right so using like the graphic design it's like maybe they hired you to do social media um and you did you know um but but you, you realize that, hey, they could reach their goals faster if you did 20 images for them instead of 10 images, or they could reach their goals faster if you revamped their whole entire website. Um, mm -hmm. So that's the goal mine. And there's so many people who aren't doing that. And um, oh, so I'm really passionate about like maximizing the goal mine that you're sitting on before you go out there and just waste time, like, you know, collecting leads that don't make you any money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. Um, yeah. Question. I mean, yeah. Question well, about. Pretty, oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, it's also really great for people who like to create lots of different offerings because it kind of mm -hmm. gives you that creative space to, you know, create different things and um, customize it to, you know, instead of like hoping it's going to sell, you have like real life people to um, test your ideas on and get paid to actually do it. So, yeah, no, I love that. And I think um, with continuing client conversations, you know, and, and something that you touched on while you were talking was that, you know, you have a six month offering however the actual you know offering is tailored to that person's results yeah. so I feel like a lot of people have a connection of okay well you know my three-week offering is only for this goal and a six-week offering is is you know only for this specific goal and if and that sometimes can tie up you know, some opportunities that, right, um, right. and so separating that I think is really an interesting insight that I got from you talking. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's still, you know, the, the key point is that it still has to be in your zone of genius. Right. And I don't want you to like too narrowly define your zone of genius, um, but also don't too broadly define it. So it's like, you know, um, you've created this off you know, the six week offering for this end goal and this end result. And if you want to market it for that, great market it for that. But if you have somebody on the phone or you have somebody renewing, um, who has a really specific goal, you can tailor that exact same, you know, same work to that goal, right? It's like, you know, what kind of work? Do, I mean, we have like photography, we've got interior designing. I mean, you know, you can just because your interior designing program is revamp your living room doesn't mean you can't also revamp their bedroom, you know, so you're not going to yeah. sell them revamp your living room if um, 
if if they want their bedroom done. And as long as yeah. you love doing that, unless you have some really specific reason why you only like doing living rooms, <laughs> which I would challenge you on, I'd be like, right. I, mean, I, I would challenge you on that. Um, and I'm not gonna, you know, it's it's always at the end of the day, it's always you like get to decide that or not. But I but I am there to challenge you on it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, so now it might be helpful to start with that niche and say like, I'm really right. gonna help you revamp, and that's great for marketing. Right. But when you have like somebody who's on the phone with you, a real life person or a real life person that you're renewing, and what it is that you do can help them reach that goal, and you love doing that, you don't like speak to some you know, random goal that you thought you're supposed to speak to. <laughs> yes. I love, yeah. I think that's, that is good clarification for sure. Well, that was really succinct and clear. <laughs> and I, you know, you were like, they're going to be long. And I was like, Oh no, it's like, it's really like, you know, to the point. Good. Uh, so good. that was good. Um, I'm going to wrap into the final few questions. And sure. so next we have, what was your best financial investment in business? Oh yeah. Um, I love this question. So I spent, um, minimum, um, I think I've spent, uh, you know, minimum $46,000 on business mindset coaching. Um, now the cool thing was this, this was also my master Jungian spiritual psychology life coach certification. So there were a lot of benefits to that. Um, I also, you know, I, it was also, it was mindset coaching. So I got a lot of other amazing, you know, I met, you know, I met my amazing girlfriend because of that work. Um, so it was really, really great investment. But, you know, at the end of the day, like I talked about in the beginning is, you know, you can have every strategy, every tactic, um, you can be super skillful at anything, um, in business. And that's great. Like you need that, but if, if you're not getting the results that you want, if you are, you know, if you don't feel good in building your business, like if it doesn't feel light and easy and effortless and, um, like fun, then you, you have to do the mindset work. And that's really what I got from it is because the mindset work, it not only helps you create a new result, um, and really step into the person that you need to become to create that result, to hold that result, to receive that result. Mm -hmm. Um, but it also really allows you to like love, love the journey. So like when, um, I also had a business coach. So when my business coach was like challenging me to do certain things that were uncomfortable, it was the mindset work that really helped me, um, you know, it's still challenging and uncomfortable, but it really helped me like feel better about the process and feel like, I'm not just willpowering through to just get it done, but I'm actually like challenging myself to learn to love the process um, even more. So that for sure, uh, and it was really high level mindset training. I mean, I, like I said, I spent $46,000 yeah. minimum. I think I spent more than that um, on that. And I got like just really um, incredible, um, you know, emotional and, you know, external results because of that more than any business training I've ever taken for sure. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I can imagine. <laughs> uh, and then what was your worst financial investment in business? Yeah. So, you know, my, my biggest, I mean, my biggest, I think my, my, I would say, you know, mistakes or whatever. Um, my, my advice to people thinking about making, you know, investments is don't get sucked into magic pills and mm -hmm. fast, you know, fast ginormous results. And I'll say, I don't, I've learned from every single investment that I've made and, um, and this, and, and I've, you know, grown from every single investment that I made, but I definitely, um, in the beginning got a little sucked into a pretty, I mean, I got sucked into thinking like maybe there's a, 
you know, magic pill or, you know, faster, um, you know, faster solution to like blow up. Right. Yeah. And, um, and so I bought a pretty expensive and again, another like, um, five figure, like, you know, um, business training thinking that it would really skyrocket my visibility, my list building. But that was like a fantasy on my part because I wasn't yeah. really emotionally ready to be skyrocketed. Now I, it mm. did, it did get me emotionally ready for the next stage of my business. Um, but that was because I also had, was working with my mindset coach at the time alongside it. Um, but you know, it really challenged me to ask myself, like, who is the woman that is ready to be that visible, like that exposed, that open to scrutiny and criticism. So there's no tactic that's going to get you ready for that. You know, if you're not really working on the emotional, um, component of that. And the other thing I would say about that is that, you know, when your mindset is aligned, you're going to know the exact trainings, the exact tactics, the exact strategies that you're going to need. You're going to know the right investments. And even if you get the investments wrong, you're going to, when your mindset is aligned, you will create a learning from it that you needed. And so even though right. on the externally, it might look like a failure, um, you know, you're going to be willing to make those kind of investments and those kinds of mistakes. And you're not going to, you're just going to see it as part of the growing, um, and growing and learning process. But, um, but when you're like feeling desperate and panicked and like really hoping that a strategy is going to finally work or that there's going to be a t- the right, you know, finally, when you find that right tactic that you're magically going to go viral, you know, those are all like signs that you, you need to work on your mindset in order to both get your, the result that you want, but also like feel really good in the process. Yeah. Um, and, um, and so, and then, you know, because if you don't, you're going to unconsciously continue to self-sabotage until you do work with it and it's not going to feel good. And, you know, there's just all kinds of consequences. So. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. Even, even with what may seem like a worse financial investment investment, you probably learned something or it probably got you closer to, you know, one of your goals, you know, through some, you know, winding way instead of this yeah. other direct way that you thought was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so, so I totally agree with that, at that as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I do think it would have been a lot harder to get the learning from that, you know, from that investment if I hadn't done the mindset work that I'd done and really mm-hmm. understood why I wasn't getting the result that I went in hoping that I was going to get. Yeah. So, um, but there, yeah, at the end of the day, there really is no, I I mean, I don't recommend, I mean, I'm not like, you know, I'm not going to recommend that you go out there and like waste money on things like, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, I'm, you know, I just see people like, you know, let me buy a $5,000 website and, you know, branding photos when I don't know anything about my target market or my, you know, ideal client. I don't, if I get them on the phone, I have no idea how to sell them. Like, don't do that, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's an order to things and there's like a really specific order to them. And, you know, don't like, don't stop spending and don't avoid spending and don't like, you know, um, worry about investing in the wrong thing, but you know, kind of, I mean, I would say like stretch yourself, like what is a little bit uncomfortable for you to spend and what's the tool that's going to help you create the return on investment that's next. And, and you have to take at the end of the day, like the biggest advice I would give around investing is like, you have to take responsibility for your result. You have to take responsibility for asking like, is this the right tool for my business for the next step. And am I the one that's going to use this tool to create the result in my business? And, um, and I think that's a big learning curve for a lot of people is like, there's no, like coaches are there to help guide you and help you avoid making mistakes and you know, all that kind of stuff. But you still at the end of the day have to ask like, 
you know, what's that tool that I really need? Is it that I need clarity on my ideal client? Is it, the, and, and you may not know exactly what you need. And that's part of the process too, is like sometimes you're gonna make investments where you thought you needed Facebook ads and you weren't clear enough for them yet. You know what I mean? You didn't right. have the ideal client clear enough for them. Right. And then you go back and you hire the coach that helps you with the ideal client, you know? So you, know, you can't avoid it, but you also just kind of want to be conscientious around like thinking through like, what do I think is the tool? And am I open to getting feedback about what the right tool is? Because, I mean, that's part of the job of an expert is, like, to help you mm -hmm. to figure out what the right tool is. But you still have to filter it through your own, like, I'm still the one who has to use this tool to create this result that I want. I'm still the CEO of my business to create the result that I want. Um, and I, at the end of the day, I'm accountable to, you know, utilizing this tool or not. And I would also say, I'm like a little bit of um, uh, my soapbox about this. Uh, no, it's good, though. It's good. <laughs> That like don't don't um, use the tools that you have to the fullest extent before like kind of you know running off to try something else right so it's like and so it's like if you have a business coach and you are you know you are maximizing that business coach to the nth degree awesome and you still need mindset support or you still need you want a Facebook ads consultant like go get that help but if you have a business coach and you're not using them to the fullest, mm -hmm. don't go get new stuff until you feel like I am really using this tool to its maximum capacity. Yeah. So no, I love that. 100%. And I say, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll say at the end of the day, what happens with a lot of my clients too is I end up helping them save as much money as I help them make. So I mean, there is like a there is a thought process around. It's not going to be perfect. It's not. You're going to have to take some risks. That's part of being an entrepreneur. That's part of honestly, it's just part of investing in yourself. Doesn't matter if it's you know, investing in a, a vacation, right? Like you don't yeah. know if it's going to be rainy there and you're going to hate it. Like yeah. you don't know. <laughs> it's part of like, spending money, but um, especially as an entrepreneur, you, you do have to take some risks, but there is a, there is a way to like be really intentional about thinking it through without getting paralyzed. Yes. So. No, I, I a hundred percent agree on, on everything you're saying for sure. So where can people find you online? Give website or Instagram, Pinterest, wherever you hang out. Have it all, um, but uh, <laughs> you yep. can definitely go to um, convertidealclients.com, um, convertidealclients.com. I have some really great free stuff on there, some free sales trainings, um, great checklist on there right now. You know, it changes um, depending on when you listen to this and when you go there, but I always have really great um um, really, you know, um, you know, high impact trainings. Um, it's really important to me that your time is really valuable. So everything I do is really to maximize what you're currently doing, not adding anything to your to-do list. Really important to me. That's the other thing I would say about investing is like, are yeah. you, are you adding to your to-do list things that you can't do? Or are you making your to-do list more effective? So I'd definitely run it through that filter. Yeah, um, that's a good and then one. yeah, I'm on. You can find all the links on my website to my Facebook page. My I have a Facebook group actually, which I really really love having people. Um, and they get all the access to all my free trainings, and you know can come in and ask me questions, get like you know some Q and A, and um, just let me know what's going on. So I love connecting with people there. Um, but yeah, I'm on all the social media. So easy enough. Awesome. Yeah, you yeah. can find it all on my website. <laughs> ConvertIdealClients.com. Yep. Awesome. And yeah, we'll have that in the show notes for sure. And thank you so much, Kristen, for sharing this. I think people will really find it valuable. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Jordan. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to System Saved Me. 
If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you on the next episode.